Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the Word of God and our Bible study. I trust God that you are doing well, you and your loved ones. God is so good. He's so faithful. He's so merciful to us. I'm so thankful uh, for the opportunity to be able to um, come around the Word of God together with the saints again tonight. What a blessing. Hallelujah. I do not take it for granted, and I thank you very much for being a part of this service. And thank you for joining us from wherever, wherever you are in the world, and um, whatever platform you're joining us on. I know some people join us through YouTube, some on our website, some through Facebook, um, and some, I'm not sure if we still keep that conference line going, but thank you, thank you, whatever platform you're joining us on. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I know that the Lord will bless you tonight. I know the Lord will uh, reward your your faithfulness. And the Holy Spirit will minister to all of us. I'm just having such a wonderful, such an amazing time in these services. And it's just so glorious. Sometimes I can hardly um, get enough of it. And I hope you are, you are having the same experience. Let's bow our heads together. We, we have some ways to go tonight. And let's dive right into the Word of God. Father, we thank you so much again for tonight. What, uh, what a wonderful opportunity that you've given to us to be able to come together around your Word. What a, what a mighty blessing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your mighty hands upon us. Thank you for your faithfulness and your loving kindness. We yield to you, precious Holy Spirit. You continually amaze us. Lord, I ask that your presence will fill this studio, fill the airwaves. I pray for my brothers and sisters in their families, their households, wherever they are. I pray that the blessings of God might be upon them. Lord, let the anointing of the Holy Spirit rest upon the word of God tonight. Let revelation knowledge continue to flow freely. And Father, let all your, let all of your people, let them, let them not just receive the word, but let them be in a place where they can, they can manifest the glory of God in their lives. Father, fulfill your word concerning each and every one of them. I give you all the glory and I give you all the praise tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's dive right in where we've been um, studying this theme that we have titled Guarantees for Success and Divine Guidance Through the Holy Spirit. Whoa, 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 whoa. What a power. If you missed last week, if you missed last week, you got to go listen to it. That was just, I don't know what happened towards the end of that service, but, you know, I just, I could just feel the, the cloud of glory. I could feel the presence of God. I could feel, and, and I tell you, I lost, <laughs> I lost my composure lost my just 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 let myself lose in the presence of God around the word and and um and and it wasn't even just the words that were spoken it was it was mostly just the presence of God that I felt in those moments and I I hope that those blessings um you experience as well so if you missed last week make sure you go listen to it we have it there it's recorded it should be somewhere on one of our platforms are media platforms and you get the best from it all right guarantees for success we started i was actually going to go on to begin to talk about the spirit of excellence remember we said last week 
there are two pillar, pillars on which success rests. There is grace and there is abundant labor, right? And we, we've made this statement now for, for a few weeks in a row. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestations happen, and success is created. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. And um, um, I, I was going to have us go on um, and, and, and talk about a little bit about Daniel and the three Hebrew boys and the spirit of excellence and all of that. But this is our home scripture. Let's read that. Let's start from there again tonight. This is... I'm kind of transitioning this now. I'm moving this a little bit. Um, um, First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10. Now, don't you forget now, Second Samuel, our theme scriptures for the entire series of lessons. Second Samuel 23 and, and, and verse 5. Is it not, David said, is it, is it not my family that God has chosen? In the New Living Translation, is it not my family that God has chosen? He has made with me an everlasting covenant. His agreements are arranged and guaranteed in every detail. He will ensure my safety and success. And then, first, sorry, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but you would um, observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Third John verse 2, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. The Living Bible says that I, I, I pray, I pray that all is well with you and that, that you are healthy in your body, even as your soul prospers and your mind prospers. Glory be to God. But then we, we, we came to 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10 where Paul says, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but... I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. I want us to take some time and talk about some of the abundant labor that produces success, when it meets with grace. Yes, grace is a given. We've talked a lot about grace, right? We've talked about everything begins with grace. Whenever there is grace and abundant labor, there is success is guaranteed. Nobody will ever succeed at anything they are not graced for. Grace is one of the most significant indicators of your potential success. Follow grace in your decisions, your pursuits, your investments, and you will succeed. Never pursue anything you are not graced for. That's so powerful. That's so powerful. Never pursue anything you are not graced for. 
Never pursue anything you are not graceful. But I, you know, this was my dream for you that you become this. If you are not graced for it, now obviously sometimes we just don't know that we are. And people who love us and people who pray for us and people who care about us and people who have a dream for us, sometimes they have a revelation of those things. We may not even know that we have them, right? But they just have like, like sometimes godly parents, godly mothers, godly fathers, uh, they, they have they have an intuitive, a godly, a God-given, Holy Spirit-inspired intuition that helps them know for their children uh, some of the things that they are graced to do. Some of because they, remember they they bore them, they knew them before those children knew themselves. The parents knew them. The parents knew them in the womb when the when the, those babies didn't even know what they were. the parents knew them after they were born. They were little babies. They were little children. They were the parents knew them. The parents heard them all through the years. The, the parents knew what those children were. If they are godly parents, if they are praying mothers, praying fathers, and if they are if they are if they in their home they have a priestly ministry where God is center of everything they do. And God is first and foremost in everything they do in their family. And they seek God and his kingdom above everything else. Those godly parents have insight into certain things that children may not know for many years. So keep that in mind. Some of them say, well, but, you know, my, my mother keeps saying, my father keeps saying this, and I just, I just don't feel it. Well, yeah, you may not feel it, but they know things you don't know about you. The things God talked, I mean, look in the Bible where God will speak to parents long before children are born. Some of those parents, God spoke to them before the children were even conceived in the womb. And you know, God said in Jeremiah chapter one, he said to, 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 uh, to, to, to uh, through that prophet, he said, before you, before you were born, before I knew you before you were even in your mother's womb, Right. And, and before you were born, I ordained you what you were going to be. And some of those things he actually reveals to people around those children. So, so I'm going all, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going through all of that to say sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we don't know. And there are, there are people that God's put around us, people who pray for us, people who know us, people who are, who have a connection with God and who, who, um, serve as apostolic vessels over our lives and who may know some things that we don't know. And so when they speak, we ought to listen. Don't always say, well, but I'm not feeling it. I'm not thinking. No, no. Pay attention. At least pray about it. Pray about it. Don't act like you know everything, right? You know, you know, sometimes shepherds talk and, you know, people, you know, believers who are listening kind of just wave it off and they just dismiss it. Ah, what, what does she know? Hmm, what does he know? Right? Shepherds do know some things. There's a grace that comes with shepherding. And of course, you know, parenting is an aspect of shepherding. But even spiritual shepherding, there's a grace. There are certain things a spiritual shepherd knows that some people don't know about themselves. There's just a certain grace about them. There's a grace that God confers on those offices, right? <laughs> All right, that's not my message tonight, but I'll give that to you free of charge. Okay, <laughs> glory to God, hallelujah. All right, but never pursue anything you are not graced for. So um, if you prayed about it, you've sought the Lord, and it's just such a struggle, you just don't feel. And somebody keeps saying, but I think this is what you should be. I think this is but you've prayed about it, and there's just not, you don't just, and you prayed with an open heart, and you just don't see that revelation. And, um, 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 
and that's, there's a clear knowledge within your spirit that that is not exactly it, and you've given time to seek the Lord about it, um, then, then don't, don't give your life to pursuing that. Now, certain aspects of what people see or what people say, pay attention to that because some of those could be the route through which God gets you to your ultimate destiny, right? Because sometimes God takes us places where it, it doesn't start out like that's where we're really going. You, you know that, right? Um, but, but he takes us through certain routes. And sometimes, maybe people who love us, people around us, could see some of those routes. They may not see the ultimate end, but they see some of those. So at least pay attention to that and, and find out if there are things you can add on to what you're doing um, from what the people who love you, the people around you, people who shepherd you, people who look out for you, pray for you, things they say. See, there are things you can add. Don't just dismiss everything. Yeah, you may not ultimately pursue some of the things they think you should pursue, but find out, are there things I can add on? Is, is, could this be maybe part of what the Lord's revealed to them? Could that be part of the, the way, my journey, to get to that ultimate destiny that I have seen? ultimate position that I have dreamt of. Um, at least pay attention to it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But um, um, I want us to take some time and talk about the spirit of excellence. I want us to talk about Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. I want to get to that tonight before my time runs. I know time always runs. Last, last week, I think I took more time than I've taken in a long time. I don't regret it though, because there was such an inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And, and I know that everything that was being ministered, even the personal examples that, that was, because I didn't come into the service thinking I was going to share those, right? Um, but the Holy Spirit, I could, he's, he was breathing on that word. He was breathing on that service, certainly breathing on his vessel. And, and what a power, what a power. Glory to God. Um, that took, that took a bit long, but I don't expect to, to do that again tonight. So let's, let's go right there. Daniel chapter one. I want us to talk a little bit about the spirit of excellence. You know, we talked about Joseph and all of that, but I want us to talk about this, this, um, this, this young man here. In, in, so we're going to read a few verses from Daniel chapter one. I, I just, uh, Daniel chapter, let's start actually, let's go Daniel chapter two first, then we'll come back to Daniel chapter one. What are we trying to, we're trying to see in the word of God, this concept, when grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens and success is created. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens and success is created. As you know, Daniel and the three Hebrew boys were graced. They had a grace to them. But beyond the grace, there was abundant labor. There was a whole lot of things that they did that other people like them did not do. And they eventually came into certain levels of success that other people like them in their situation did not experience. And the reason is not because they were not as graced. It's not because those other people were not graced like Daniel and the three Hebrew boys were graced. No, it's because Daniel and the three Hebrew boys, in addition to being graced, then also met grace with abundant labor. And when they did, opportunity exploded. Manifestation happened. And they became ultimately successful. Some of these, you know, kings, people were giving them gifts. 
put them in esteemed positions above everybody else. If one of them, in, in chapter 1, you see when we come back there, you know, it says they were 10 times better. I mean, that's success. <laughs> so if, if all of you are working together, you are all in the same class, all receiving the same lesson, receiving the same education, all learning the same things, and you are constantly 10 times better than your peers, my friend, you are successful. In that class, <laughs> you are successful. Amen. Glory to God. Let's, let's go first from Daniel chapter 2. Let's read from verse 47 to 49. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 2. You see there, of course, you know this, the, the, uh, can go, can't go through all of this because we're, we're not, I, I, I would not be able to focus on what we really have tonight. All right, let's go here. Um, God revealed the secret to Daniel, right? God revealed the secret to Daniel. The king saw a dream and called all the magicians and all the wise people. They were called the wise men because they, they seemed to know more than everybody else. And he said to them, tell me my dream and tell me the interpretation. And say, yeah, no, you tell us the dream first. And they said, no, if you don't tell me both the dream and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut all of you up because I know you've just been taking my money all these years. Right, I've been feeding you for free. I've been housing you. I've been thinking that you guys know more than everybody. Now I need this mystery. I need it unraveled, right? And you are going to do the real unraveling. First, you have to tell me the dream. And then second, you have to tell me what the dream means. Oh, they said, no, King, no human being can do that. You, you tell us the dream first and then we tell, well, so I said, this is where you've been getting me all these years, right? You've been telling me to tell you my dream. I'll tell you the dream. And then just come up with some funny. Inter- you tell me the dream first and then I will know that the interpretation you gave me, <laughs> they couldn't do it, right? So the man was going to kill everybody and of course came to Daniel and uh, they heard about it and he was going to kill them too. And Daniel said, give us some time. They gave them some time. They went to pray. They sought the Lord, and the Lord revealed the secret to them. Daniel answered in verse 27 of Daniel chapter 2. Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king has has demanded cannot the wise men, the, astrolo- the astrologians, the magicians, the soothsayers show unto to, to, to the king. They can't. They can't. Verse 28, But there is a God in heaven that revealeth secrets and maketh known to the king Nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days. Thy dream and the visions of thy head upon thy bed are these. As for thee, O king, thy thoughts came into thy mind upon thy bed. What shall come to pass hereafter? And he that revealeth secrets maketh known to thee what shall come to pass. Verse 30. But as for me, I love that. But as for me, this secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have more than any living, but for their sakes that shall make known the interpretation to the king and that thou mightest know the thoughts of thine heart. So he went on and shared what the dream was and shared the interpretation. Look at verse 47. The king answered unto Daniel and said, Of a truth it is, that your God is a God of God. You see, manifestation is happening. Opportunity is exploding. Success is being created. <laughs> your God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings 
and a revealer of secrets, seeing that thou couldest reveal this secret. Verse, verse, uh, verse 48. Then the king made Daniel a great man. Here is success now. Remember, abundant labor. Now, in this case, what was the abundant labor? The abundant labor was one, walking in covenant with God. Number two, getting before the Lord in prayer. Remember what Daniel said to the king. He said to the, to the messengers of the king, let me, let me get with my, with my guys. Let's, we're going to go seek the Lord. So they took the time. You know, we've, we've learned this. We've talked a lot about this. Um, in the area of prayer and things like that. There are many Christians, many believers who don't realize that the first important work, the most, actually the most important work, a lot of times, is the work of prayer. Before you start running here, running there, trying to get this, trying to do that, the work of prayer. The work of prayer. The work of prayer where you get before your father. And you, you fellowship and you dialogue and you interact and you get direction and you get clarity and you get instruction before you start running elter skelter. Before you try and start trying to put money here and put money there and start doing this and all, get before the Lord. The work of prayer. Oh, saints, I cannot overemphasize this. The work of prayer. The work of prayer precedes every other work if you will succeed in life. I don't care what you do. Prayer is not just for preachers. Prayer is not just for ministers of the gospel. Every believer, every believer must prioritize prayer in order to succeed in their lives. If you are going to know through success, you must pray more than you you do anything else. You must pray more than you you talk to people. You must pray more than you 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 uh, you you uh, apply for things. You must pray more than you uh, uh, listen to uh, things that people are saying. You must pray more more than more than you 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 follow people's examples. You must you prayer is first. Prayer truly is the breath of a believer. Hallelujah! The work of prayer, the hard work of prayer, my friends. When you do the hard work of prayer, everything else becomes easy. Sometimes people look and they think, oh, well, life is so easy for you. Why is life so easy for you? When you prioritize prayer and you make prayer a hard work, my friend, life will be easy for you. <laughs> That's also a revelation right there. When you prioritize prayer, when you prioritize seeking God, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus. When you prioritize prayer, when you put prayer first, getting before, there's so many people, oh, they want to do this business, they want to do that business, they're trying to get this job, that opportunity, but they haven't prioritized prayer. Everything is not revealed in the place of prayer. You will not see everything. You will not hear everything in the place of prayer. But what will happen is prayer, that prayer deposit would have put you in position to be led, to be stirred, to be directed, and to be able to recognize what God is doing and what God is saying. And to be able to maximize the opportunities that he will provide for you. Sometimes we have questions, should I do this or should I do that? Is it, should I go here or should I go there? All those questions are not necessarily answered 
at the time that you are praying. But when you have made that prayer deposit, my brothers and my sisters, when you have taken time, taken the time to get before the Lord, and you've sought him, and you've interacted with him, and you've fellowship with him, and you've worshipped him, and you've blessed him, and you've prayed, and you, you've done your part in the place of prayer. And then you get up and you start going. My friends, things start happening. Prayer produces results. Prayer produces power. The Bible says in uh, James 5, I think 17, the effectual fervent prayer. You Most of you probably know this scripture. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. That is, it, it generates power. It produces results. It does things that you can't do by yourself. The place of prayer. So, abundant labor begins from prayer. Prayer. Oh, Lord, deliver us from the foolishness of abundant labor in the flesh, in the natural, when we have not prayed. Ah, God, please, deliver us. Deliver us from that foolishness. To go out and to be putting these out and doing that. And you have not prayed. You have not talked to the Lord about it. Oh, Lord, deliver us. Lord, deliver us. My friends, if you want God's best, engage with the Lord. Engage with the Lord. When you go to prayer, Lord, show me. Lord, direct me. Lead me. You know, it's decisions we make. We make things based on what we see now, what we know now. Well, what? The things we know now can change. Information you have today can be different tomorrow. Everything about life can be different for you in six months from today. Guess who has already been six months ahead? Guess who has been six years ahead? Guess who has been 600 years ahead? It's the Lord. So when we take the time and pray and seek him in the place of prayer, and then we allow his Holy Spirit to direct us, to guide us as we start moving forward. My, my brothers, my sisters, life becomes a breeze. <laughs> life becomes a breeze. Daniel said, let's pray. See that way you say that? See that way you say that? Let's go back. Daniel chapter 2. Is it verse 14? Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone for to slay the wise men of Babylon, he answered and said to Ariok, the king's captain, why is the decree so hasty from the king? Then Ariok made the thing known to Daniel. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time, that he would show the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house, verse 17. Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to his prayer bodies, his fellow prayer warriors. Made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they would desire, love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. That they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret. Desire mercies. Of the God of heaven. Oh, ho, ho, ho. desire mercies of the God of heaven. Mm. That they would desire mercies. Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, show us. Lord, reveal to us. Lord, make it plain. Make it clear. Tell us. Help us see it. 
Lord, our minds will be too crowded. There may be too many thoughts in our minds that we, Lord, help us decipher, help us see it, help us decipher, help us know within our spirit being what we need to know. Help us see what we need to see. Help us to be clear about it. Let there be no confusion. Let there be no doubting. Let there be no frustration. Lord, make it plain. Make it plain. Make it clear. Help us see it, oh God. Help us see it, oh God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Abundant labor in prayer. Now, that's not the only one. That's not the only abundant labor, but that's the first one. When the abundant labor of prayers happen, my friends, everything, the rest of the abundant labor, it will still be a lot of labor. A lot of labor. But it will be breeze. It will be oh, like, like the woman of God, Joyce Meyer. She's holy ease. She said it will be holy ease. That it will be easy. You'll be working, but it will be easy. Excuse me. I'm sorry. You'll be working hard, but the grace of God, the Holy Spirit will make it easy. It will not be work that will break your back. It will not be work that will run your life and your health down to the ground. It will not be work that will crush you. And it will not be work that will be fruitless labor. Uh-uh. It will be productive work, but it will come with grace and ease. Whether it is what you are doing is where you are, you are, you are working with people, you are teaching people, you are working in the marketplace and in, in the boardroom executive, you are in the hospital, uh, you are, you are working with children, you are raising, whatever it is, whatever it is, it will be holy ease. The Bible says his yoke is easy, his burden is light. You feel the lightness of, the, there will be a burden, but it will be light. There will be a yoke, but it will be easy. When the hard work of prayer has already been done, I feel the Holy Ghost. Shitala Babaha. He went in, look at it here. Then that they would desire, verse, verse 18, that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret, that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men. Watch this now, verse 19. Then was the secret in prayer. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Notice what I said earlier. Sometimes we don't know everything in the place of prayer. But that prayer deposit paves the way for you to know what you need to know at the time that you need to know it. For you to do what you need to do at the time that you need to do it. It may not necessarily be why you are on your knees. It may not be necessarily be in that same one, two hour, three, four, five hours that you are spending before the Lord, engaging with Him in prayer. It may not be right there and then. Your mind may be playing a lot of gymnastics, thoughts going up and down, confusion, trying, you just want to figure it out. You just, you know, sh- shut that mind down and get before the Lord. And then, quietly, in the place of that prayer and peace, the Bible says the peace of God. Remember Philippians 4, 6? Hallelujah. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And then the peace of God that passes all understanding. Oh, hallelujah. The peace of God. It's where everything begins. Once you settle it in prayer, my friends, the rest of it is easy. (laughs) He says then, then was the vision, when was the secret revealed? Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision, 
Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changed the times and the seasons. He removed kings and set up kings. He gave wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that no understanding. He revealed the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. I thank thee and I praise thee, O thou God of my fathers, who has given me wisdom and might and has made known unto me now what we desired of you, for you have made known unto us the king's matter. You have made known unto us the king's matter. In the place of prayer. Abundant labor in prayer. Abundant labor in prayer. Folks, brothers and sisters, my my brothers and sisters, my brethren, friends, please prioritize prayer. Prioritize prayer. You may not be able to get two hours of it. Three hours, four hours, depending on your schedule. You may not be able to get that time every day. That time every day. But prioritize it. Make that time. Oh, she da 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 ba 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 da 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 Personally, I don't know that. I have been able to engage with as much of God's revelation for my life, personally, my family my ministry, a vision, the people that God has connected us with, I don't think I've been able to connect, engage with as much of God's revelation in any of those areas outside of the place of prayer. Outside of the place of prayer. Everything for me begins with prayer. Everything does, everything begins with me. With, the, nothing begins with me from you know, a symptom in my body, I don't, I don't call my doctor first. I'm sorry. No, I don't. You do whatever you want. Do whatever works for you. Pain here, pain there, whatever. No, I don't call my, I don't call my doctor first. My doctor is not the first person I call. God. God is the first one I call. I go to my father. I talk to him about it. I ask him for direction, for wisdom, for insight, for clarity, for light. Show me, show me, show me. Help me see it. Help me know it. Help me understand it. That's the first thing I do. Before I talk to anybody, even my wife, my spouse, I talk to my father first. I talk to my father first. I take to him all my secret things. There are no secrets between God and I. None. I freely and openly tell him everything. Freely. Everything. There's nothing you are going to go and tell the Lord about me that the Lord will not say. He he told me first. (laughs) Don't waste your time. He will say, oh, he already told me. Kayode told me. He told me. Don't don't worry. We got it. He told me. I talked to my father first. That's how doors have opened. That's how miracles have happened. I don't look to people first. I don't go to people first. No. No matter the need, some need, and God, so many emergencies, so many needs in our lives, in our family, in our ministry, in the churches, so many needs, things. Sometimes we've been confronted with things that people just say, there's no way out of this. And we're confronted with things that, how do you, how do you take care of this? Oh, you know, these mountains, how do you get this done? How do, I tell you, I tell you, prayer. Prayer. 
before I call this or call that. And I'm amazed, I'm amazed myself now that I look back over the years. I look back over the years at all the things. My time is going. Lord, help me here. Help me, Holy Spirit. Over the years and things that the Lord has done for us. And I've looked back at some of the deep, deeply difficult, terribly difficult situations that we've dealt with and uh, emergencies we've had and, and it's always been God first. Lord, please reveal to me. Is there something I need to know? Is there something I need to do? Show me, please, Lord. Help me understand it. <laughs> help me understand it. I mean, there are some emergency situations that can, I mean, from years back, whether it's the birth uh, of our children. I, I remember one time, uh, Pastor Tinu, years ago, uh, I can't remember what, I think it was kidney stone or something. I can't remember what it was or something. No, I can't remember the details. Forgive me, I may be telling you wrong. But I don't remember. We had to, I mean, suddenly pain. Pain. She started screaming in the house. She was in the bedroom just writhing in pain and writhing in pain. My goodness, I'm never, I'm never scared. Fear never grips me. It, it tries, but I, 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 I've just trained myself over the years to learn to say stop, stop, and then just take my mind off and stay in the spirit. That, that fear did everything it could to grip me. Writhing in pain and, and crying and crying. I prayed, prayed, anointed her, and did this, did nothing was changing, nothing was what well called the emergency. And even with the ambulance coming, we took her into the ambulance and started driving furiously, drove behind the ambulance furiously to the emergency. I mean, all sorts of thoughts were going on in my mind. This is many years ago. It's well, well over ten years ago for sure. But even that, as I drove in that car, Lord. Show me. What do I need to see here? What's going on? Uh, Lord, maybe I can't see everything. Maybe because there's too, there are too many thoughts going on in my body. Help me know what do I need to do. Please, put your light on it. As we get into the, the, the emergency room, the, the medical people, they sit. Lord, give them, give them the wisdom they need right now. Show them what they need to see. In the name of, I mean, and, and this is not new. I mean, years and years. No, and no matter what. And there might be things in the future coming like that. That's the same approach is prayer. Because when you do the abundant labor of prayer, angels go to work. Heaven moves. Opportunity explodes, truly. Manifestation happens, truly. And success, miracles happen. Miracles are created. Praise God. And all of those situations turned out well. God brought them out and, and praise God. Resolved, they found out what we did. Praise God. Hallelujah is a testimony today. But the attack came. The attack came. Prayer, prayer, prayer. I didn't plan to spend all this time talking about prayer in this service. Hallelujah. I've certainly done a lot of ministry, a series of messages. Glory to God. I trust God to help me. Um, do a book on prayer this year. I'm really, really trusting God to help me with that one. I've been talking about it for years. I've got to get it done. Help me, Holy Spirit. Um, certainly, so many things um, can happen, but first thing is prayer. Abundant labor in prayers first. 
This is this what he said. Went before the Lord. And then they received the reward. You see here in verse, verse 40, 48. The king made Daniel a great man. Success. And gave him many great gifts. Look at that. Success. And made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon. Success. And chief of the governors over all the wise men of Babylon. Success. Then Daniel requested of the king. And he set his three bodies. His three prayer bodies. Three prayer warriors. Hallelujah. 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 Three prayer bodies. Let me ask you. Do you have prayer bodies? Hmm? Do you have people who pray with you? Do you have people that stand with you and pray with you? When life calls knocking. When life comes knocking. Do you have people that pray with you? If you do, praise God. God bless you. We need it. People that you join together with and say, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. We need that. We need that. We need that. I know you have BFFs that you talk to on the phone. I know you have people that you are close to that you, you people on uh, text thread and big text group and good for great. But do you have people that really pray? I mean, people who really pray. Not people who talk about praying, but people who really pray. <laughs> Somebody says, yeah, we're praying. Okay, but are you really praying? It's not by texting, no. Not, you know, sorry, excuse me. Not like you have, you say you are praying, but you are texting. It's not, texting is not the same thing as praying. Yes, you can text a prayer, and that prayer can be coming from your spirit, but are you really praying? Are you talking to the Father? Are you talking to the Father? He called his prayer bodies. Glory to God. I, I guess I'm concluding that, that without my knowing it, the Lord wanted me to put, to put some light on the abundant labor of prayer where success is concerned. I, I didn't realize it before coming into the service tonight. But apparently that's, that's what I was supposed to do. Put some light, a lot of light and focus on the abundant labor of prayer that produces success. Remember, when grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. Well, one of the abundant labor that needs to meet grace is the abundant labor of prayer. Apparently, I was supposed to talk about that tonight without realizing it ahead of time. The abundant labor of prayer. Hallelujah. 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 Don't sweat it. Pray about it. Don't sweat it. Pray about it. Don't sweat it. Pray about it. Don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. Pray about it. The abundant labor of prayer. Don't sweat it. Pray about it. This is where we're going to close out tonight. (laughs) Then Daniel requested of the king, and he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king. 
Hallelujah. That's success. Right? That's success. Abundant labor of prayer. Abundant labor of prayer. I didn't have that caption before this service, but we have that caption now. The abundant labor of prayer. The abundant labor of prayer. We'll come back next service and and dive in a little bit further and talk about the spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence that Daniel and the three Hebrew boys had. We're still talking about grace meeting with abundant labor to produce success. But tonight, the abundant labor of prayer. Father, we thank you so much. We honor you. We give you glory and praise. We magnify your holy name. Thank you for this service. Thank you for your mighty presence with us, precious Holy Spirit. Thank you for the illumination you have given to us. Thank you for the light you have put upon your word. Thank you, God, for things that you have stirred up within our spirits to bring us to the place of glory that you have ordained for us. I thank you, precious Holy Spirit. I pray for all my brothers and my sisters and their loved ones, their families. I speak the blessing of heaven upon them. Even tonight as we have talked and learned together, discussed together about the abundant labor of prayer. Lord, let them not be exempt from it. Let them know it more than they have ever known it. Let them lean on it more than they have ever leaned on it. The abundant labor of prayer. The abundant labor of prayer. Help them excel in it more than they have ever done. Ever. And help them continue to grow. Help them continue to know it. Help them continue to walk in the reality of it. And Father, as they do, let opportunity explode around them, all around them. Let manifestations happen. Let success and miracles be created. I give you all the glory and all the praise tonight. I bless and I magnify your holy name. You alone are worthy of our praise. You alone are worthy of our glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And amen. And amen. Thank you so much, saints, for joining us tonight. God bless you. What a glorious time we've had together in the presence of the Lord. Our time is up. I look forward to seeing you again next week. God bless you. Good night.